After a series of ten plagues convinced Pharaoh to let the children of Israel leave Egypt, the Lord told Moses to tell them to camp before Pi-Hahiroth by the Red Sea. Pharaoh was told they had fled, and were entangled in the land, and the wilderness hath shut them in. His heart was turned against them, along with the hearts of his people, who asked, Why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? Pharaoh made his chariot ready, and took chariots, horsemen, and his armies, and overtook the Israelites camped by the sea. The children of Israel were now trapped between the Red Sea on one side and Pharaoh's army on the other. They were afraid when they saw the army marching towards them and cried to the Lord. They told Moses that he should have left them alone, and it would have been better to serve the Egyptians than to die in the wilderness. Moses told them, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace and said they would never see the Egyptians again. The Lord told Moses to tell the Israelites to go forward and to lift up thy rod, stretch out thine hand over the sea, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. He said the Egyptians would know that he was the Lord. The angel of God, who had gone before the camp of Israel with the pillar of the cloud, now went behind them and came between them and the Egyptian army. While this was a cloud and darkness to the Egyptians, it gave light to the Israelites at night and kept them separated from their enemies. Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused it to go back by a strong east wind that blew all that night across the hot, dry Arabian desert. An east wind is usually associated with destruction and had brought the seven-year famine to Egypt in the time of Joseph. The waters were divided, and the sea was made dry land. The children of Israel went on to the dry ground in the midst of the sea, with a wall of water on their right and left. Through the pillar of fire in the cloud, the Lord saw the Egyptians pursue them with their horses and chariots, and caused their chariots' wheels to be taken off, and their chariots to be driven heavily. They saw the power of the Lord, and said, Let us flee from the face of Israel. For the Lord fighteth for them against the Egyptians. The Lord told Moses to stretch out his hand over the sea, and it returned to its strength the next morning. The waters covered the Egyptians, their chariots and horsemen, and they were all destroyed. The children of Israel walked on dry land in the midst of the sea through walls of water on each side of them, and saw the Egyptians who had died upon the seashore because they chose to follow Pharaoh instead of the Lord. They saw the great work the Lord did upon the Egyptians, knew they had been saved by him, and all Israel feared and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Exodus chapter 15 is the song of celebration of the Lord's victory of bringing his people out of bondage from Egypt through his prophet Moses. The Israelites sang, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation, for he is my God, and I will prepare him a habitation, my father's God, and I will exalt him. Moses and Aaron's sister Miriam, the prophetess, took a timbrel, which is sort of like a tambourine, and danced with all the women with their timbrels, and sang praises to the Lord. Moses brought Israel from the Red Sea, and traveled three days into the wilderness of Shur. 
they didn't find any water until they came to Marah, which means bitterness, because the water there was bitter. The Israelites murmured against Moses, which they would continue to do over 20 times, and asked, What shall we drink? Moses cried to the Lord, and he showed him a tree that Moses cast into the waters and made them sweet so the people could drink. Moses made a statute and an ordinance and told them that if they would diligently hearken to the Lord's voice, keep his commandments, and do what was right in his sight, he would put none of the diseases upon them that he had brought upon the Egyptians. The children of Israel came to Elam and camped by its twelve wells of water and seventy palm trees. The Israelites took their journey from Elam and came to the wilderness of Sin, between Elam and Sinai. Again they murmured against Moses and Aaron, Would to God we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt, when we sat by the flesh pots and ate bread until we were full. Ye have brought us forth into the wilderness to kill this whole assembly with hunger. The Lord told Moses he would rain bread from heaven for the children of Israel, and know that he was the Lord their God. That evening quail came up and covered the camp, and in the morning the dew lay around them. When it was gone, they found a small white round thing on the ground and called it manna, which means, what is it? Because they really didn't know what it was. The Lord said he would prove to them to see if they would walk in his law or not. And Moses told them, this is the bread which the Lord hath given you to eat. He told them to gather an omer, or about two quarts for each person, in their tents. Those that gathered enough had nothing left over. And those who didn't gather enough still did not lack for food. Moses told them to not leave any leftover manna for the next morning. But some did not follow his instructions, and their manna got worms and stank, which made Moses angry. The people gathered the manna every morning until it melted when the sun grew hot. But on the sixth day they would gather twice as much manna to sustain them through the Sabbath, and it would not spoil. There was no manna given to them on the Sabbath, which was a constant reminder from the Lord that they needed to have faith that he would provide for them. For forty years the children of Israel ate this manna that was white like coriander seed and tasted like wafers made with honey. Moses told Aaron to put an omer full of manna into a pot to lay up before the Lord and be kept for generations as a testimony to him. This pot was later placed into the Ark of the Covenant. The children of Israel traveled from the wilderness of Sin and came to the borders of the land of Canaan, where they pitched their tents in Rephidim. There was no water for them to drink, and the people once again murmured against Moses and asked why he had brought them here to kill them, their children, and their cattle with thirst. He asked them, Why chide ye with me and tempt the Lord? Then cried unto the Lord, What shall I do unto this people? They'd be almost ready to stone me. The Lord told Moses to go before the people with the elders of Israel and the rod he used to perform the miracles. The Lord said he would stand before Moses upon the rock in Horeb. Moses smote the rock and water came out of it for the people to drink. He called the place Masa, meaning testing or proving, and Meribah, which means strife or complaint because the Israelites asked, Is the Lord among us or not? And chided and tempted him. The children of Israel were attacked by Amalek and his people, and Moses told Joshua to choose men to go and fight them. We learn in Genesis chapter 36 that they attacked the Israelites from the rear, first killing the feeble, faint, and weary, and were cursed by the Lord. The next day Moses went up to the top of a hill with the rod of God in his hand, along with Aaron and Hur. 
as long as Moses held up his hand during the battle, while Joshua and his men fought Amalek's army, Israel prevailed. But when his hands grew heavy and he let them down, Amalek prevailed. Aaron and Hur took a stone for Moses to sit on and held up his hands on each side of him until the sun went down. Joshua and the Israelites prevailed and discomfited or disabled Amalek and his people with their swords. The Lord told Moses to write this for a memorial in a book and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. Moses built an altar and called it Jehovah Nissi, which means the Lord is my banner, because the Lord hath sworn he will have war with Amalek from generation to generation. The image of Aaron and Hur supporting Moses' hands and sustaining him on each side is a great reminder to us of how the Lord supports those he calls with counselors and how we can also sustain and support them to lead us and accomplish his work. Other prophets like Nephi, King Limhi, and Alma testified of and encouraged their people to be strong like unto Moses, who spake unto the waters of the Red Sea. They divided hither and thither, and our fathers came through out of captivity onto dry ground. With faith and trust, we can also stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, and remember how he saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, just as he has the power to deliver us from anything. And this is Exodus chapters 14 through 17 in the Old Testament. Look for hidden images located throughout the video. You can now download coloring pages and the script of each week's podcast on our Etsy site. Visit our new PonderFun.com website and Facebook page to find more fun things to do. And you can listen to these as a podcast. Please like and share these videos with anyone you think might enjoy them. And if you subscribe to this PonderFun YouTube channel, you'll be notified whenever I make new videos. Thanks again for watching and find some time this week to ponder.